There was, hold, let me stop you right there. I want people, I want people to see through this is I've got on, I've got on, you know, I don't have TV in my house, but I saw a clip of Trump one time and I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, he has overbaked himself. Like I make comments like those are the funny comments. It doesn't matter. Left, right, yellow. Right. You know what I mean? I just love the genuine humor. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Uncommon Sense Podcast, and I'm your host, Kevin Tony. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Sense Podcast, and we're back for another Uncommon Conversation. And uh, I have my guest today joining me. Uh, she is... I would consider her a social media influencer, but uh, we'll find out if she subscribes to that title. Uh, but she's got some great content on Instagram, and I enjoy some of the things that she puts out. So please welcome Dahlia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for agreeing to talk to me. So um, I, I want to jump in real quick because one of the things that I have noticed about the content that you share on on social media and i think one of the things that i find the most refreshing is your ability to be transparent with the people who who keep up with your content and what i mean by transparent is you don't shy away from talking about you know some of the personal issues that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis and that's something that a lot of people who have large followings on social media, they don't, I don't see that that very often. And so, right. you know, my question to, to start off with is, was that, was that always your intention once you started getting more of a following or, or was it something that you kind of gradually said, you know what, I kind of, you know, I don't want to flake for these people. I just kind of want to be, you know, a real person. Like what was, what was your thinking behind you know, being that open? I think for me personally is I, I've always just been really open about my life. Um, I, I almost look at it as, you know, sharing my testimony with people. You never know what battles they may be facing. Um, however, I do also, I say to myself that, you know, I would rather not have to sugarcoat anything or look back and say, well, what did I say on this day? Or, you know what I mean? It, it's just always been my nature. I, I think, when people have, you know, just in person too, um, you know, when people ask me things or about my past, I think we can all learn from each other. And that's how I, I've always gone into it with the mindset of, you know, hey, I'm I'm going to share my life and this is, you know, this is the takeaway. So, you know, people are not going to like some of the things that have happened in my life and I'm okay with that and I've accepted that. So I think it makes me stronger in the end and I think it, it makes me um, become a better person and learn from it as well. Right. So I'm glad you mentioned that because my next question was going to be, what are some of the criticisms that you come up against from you being as transparent as you are on, on social media with your personal life? Um, I, I really haven't come across many. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to put this in a nice way. Um, for the most part, I'm not, I'm not saying it's all roses because I've had, you know, definitely my, my time of bullying. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, uh, actually, you know what, let me have you repeat the question. Let me, let me just answer. Cause I was going to give you a roundabout answer and I don't want to do that. No, what, I, I was just saying, what are some of the criticisms you've gotten from being so transparent? Um, I, I really haven't. I, I have honestly had pretty nice conversations with people. I have had a few people get on there and say, oh, well, you know, you got a DUI and such and such year. And I'm like, yeah, um, that was two decades ago. I've moved on and so should you. Um, <laughs> but, mm -hmm. you know, it's just kind of one of those things that I don't, I don't look at it as negative. I've never looked at it as negative when somebody makes, you know, a comment about it. In fact, it's almost an opening to say, you know, learn from my situation. I, I've watched, you know, uh, parents lose their children, you know, to drunk driving in my situation, in my personal situation. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've watched a mother lose three kids in one vehicle. 
Um, you know, so it's, it's almost, I don't look at it. That's, that's probably the best line I'll say is I don't look at it as any, um, I don't look at it as negativity. I look at it as more of an opening to open a conversation with somebody about it. Right. So, so I'm, I'm almost kind of proud of it because I've overcome it. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a testimony for sure. Um, especially when you can impact people in a positive way. Uh, which I'm sure you have. And I've, I've seen, you know, some of the the support that you get in the comment section um, on some of your posts on social media, how people, you know, who keep up with your content, they tend to rally around you, which says a lot about, you know, your character and, and the support system that, that you've, you know, kind of fostered. Uh, it, it looks organically, you know, on, yeah. on social media, because with, anybody on social media who knows to me it's like in a lot of ways it's like you know monopoly money when you see a lot of uh you know the the images that people portray on social media and right. to have to have you have your your platform to where you you're like hey guys this is real life i'm not trying to put on for anybody i'm not trying to portray an image that you know my life is a certain way where the majority of social media influencers you know have made that choice um and and you've gone completely you know the opposite direction from that and it, and it's refreshing because the average person on social media they can they can relate you know what i mean right. so you know is it is that a would would you say that's one of your strong suits as far as being relatable to the people who gravitate towards your content? Definitely. Yeah, I, I do. Um, and it's, how do I put this? Um, when I'm, I just, I don't know. I I'm, I've never been a really good actor, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, I, I admit that to myself, but I just enjoy being me and it's, I, I don't, I don't, I think I don't, I don't have the time and I don't have the energy to yeah. be anything else. Like, and I, a lot of like, and not, I'm not speaking down, you know, cause I have friends who are influencers, but I don't like that term by the way. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, I have people that I, you know, work with and it's, and we correspond and, you know, they take a different way than I do. And it's, it's, it's gotta be unsettling. I would think at times, I mean, but we all go, you got to think about it. And every job that we have, we have this, it's, what do we call it? The professional voice. Mm -hmm. We have this, you know, where we put on our professional voice and it's just, I think we all do that to some extent. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I, I would rather be able to get on social media and con and like connect with somebody who's been through those things. Um, and you never know what you're going to come across. Um, but at the same time, I, I just don't, I think we don't have any real authenticity as far as people just being able to let loose and just say, this is what I'm going through today. And this is the struggle. And, you know, this is how I'm going to overcome it. And that's one of the things that I like to do. I do that with my car a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've seen, um, you know, quite a lot of bit quite a bit of the posts that you do in terms of, you know, you give people a peek behind the curtain, so to speak, you know, when you are, you know, posting about taking a break from doing your deliveries or, you know, you taking a break from, you know, working on your car, which, you know, all of those things are impressive, um, you know, to be honest. And, and I think that, like you said, the lack of authenticity, because I know, I mean, I, I have some, you know, some friends who they, I guess, would consider themselves influencers uh, mm -hmm. because they have a, a big social media following. But I know them personally, and I know that a lot of what they do is is putting on for cameras. Right. And, you know, I mean, it's not my job to to call them out. You know what I mean? But. Um, I just, I just think that, you know, you, you have an opportunity to, to be a, a voice for so many people who, who may or may not position you as a role model. And, you know, there, I think there is some responsibility to, you know, to kind of be more honest and open. I'm not saying that you have to 
put all your business on social media, you know, right. but, you right. know but I think, you know, we get enough fake stuff, you know, in our day-to-day lives that are thrown at us on social media. So uh, I guess I'm saying all of that to say, like, I, I think that's what I appreciate the most about uh, the content that you put out because it is, it's legit, like, life is life in, and this is what I'm going through. So I'm not trying to put on <laughs> for anybody, you know? Yeah. So. It reminds me of when I had grease all over my face and I had no clue until after the video was done. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, I think. Do you find it hard to find time to, to make, make content because your personal life, you know, is so regimented and you have like this schedule where like, do you feel like pressure to try to create content and keep up with, you know, the demands of a following like yours? No, I, I, I actually have never, sometimes if I've been gone for like a couple weeks, yeah. But, Mm -hmm. um, other times I don't, I, I do try to post on my subscribers page. Um, I, I do that a lot. Um, at least once or twice a week. But as far as my other content, I am under no obligation. I don't do branding. I don't do any of that stuff. And I, it, people always ask me, they're like, how did you grow your following? And I think a lot of it is just from, you know, um, networking Mm -hmm. and, you know, going on different podcasts and, you know, different shows. And it's just like, once you start doing that stuff, that's where people pick you up. I've never felt the need to say, okay, well, how many followers do I have? Let's post it. You know, I think I only did, I think when I was like at 50,000, because I told them if I did get 50,000, I would go live and I was totally nervous to do it. Mm. Um, But I think everything is a learning experience and I have I have no clue about social media. I've learned about, you know, oh, you want to do a three second hook and, you know, stuff like that. But I'm just like, I don't have time for that. Like, I'm just going to be me. Let me know how that works out for everybody. <laughs> right. So when when you what was that like when you hit 50,000 and you decided to go live? Like, how how did that feel? Um, I was so scared. <laughs> I am. People think I'm so outgoing and I'm not. Uh, I'm mm. completely the opposite. Um, I, I, I'm very much one of those people. I like to feel out my surroundings and then mm. I'll engage. <laughs> right. Um, but how do I say this? I, yeah, I, I think that's the best way to say it. I guess. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> no. And that's fair. You know, that's, that's fair because for me, like, I can't imagine, you know, having, um, an audience like that. Um, and so yeah. I guess I have a lot of respect for, you know, the people who, who do have those type of uh, followings and they manage it, you know, the way that they do, because, you know, like, I, like I said, some manage it better than others. And it's, it's, I can tell that you are being genuine, you know, and it's, it's so like all of these people who feel like they have, the market cornered on social media where you have to, you know, this is how you beat the algorithm and use these hashtags. And when you post, make sure you, you know, use mm-hmm. this. And it's, to me, it's just like, I'm right there with you because I don't have time for all of that. It's just, yeah. <laughs> if people want, if they like the content, then they'll come back. If they don't, you know, then they'll move on to something else. And it's nothing wrong with that, you know? So, um, right. I respect that. I respect that a lot. And I think that um, you're doing a great job with with managing it. I mean, it looks like you you make it look easy because, I mean, from going from your first live at 50,000 followers to now when you go live, you know, the first time you do it is always the hard part. But now when you get over, get get on, I'm sure you can you can attest that it's 100 times easier when you get right. On yeah, it, it, it's a lot easier, but it, I still get overwhelmed sometimes. But I think that's a lot of my personal life. And, you know, there's been times that, you know, attorneys will say, hey, you know, I, I went, I don't know if you know this, but 2019, mm-hmm. I filed for divorce. And, you know, there's times they're like, hey, you need to be quiet about this, or you need to not say something about this. And that makes it hard because I'm so yeah. used to talking about everything. Right. Um. And so, and I almost think it's like a trap. I'm like, hold on a second. How am I going to heal from all this? You know, right. I can't even talk about it. Um, but 
in any case, I, I think that there's been times that I've not, I haven't been able to speak out about stuff and that's really hard. And I think that makes me nervous and you can almost see when I do my lives and I get nervous now, it's because mm. I'm, I'm, I'm having to hold something back. Yeah. Um, I kind of get short of breath and, but I think that's a, we're right back to authenticity. It's like, right. okay, well I got to go do a live and Hey guys, I can't talk about this or I can't talk about that. Or, you know, <laughs> I just tell them though, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to veer off the subject and just not say anything. I, I'd rather just be like, Hey, I can't talk about this. So, so I, said, I <laughs> no, but, and, and I did, I have, I have seen you talk about, you know, mention certain things about your personal life in terms of your divorce. Um, and so when you, when you would get contacted by attorneys, is that, is that still happening now? Like when you go live, are they scrutinizing what you say? I mean, even today, I I don't know. Like, no. I, I mean, we're past that. We already had trial okay. and stuff, but um, I am still going through. I think I will be going through. Let me change my words. Words matter. Um, <laughs> I think I will be going through it for a little bit. Um, okay. So I'm just very cautious about I'm very mindful now. I'm not yeah. I'm not I. I put my, my business out there, but because you never know who's going through it as well. That's the key thing. There's a lot of people, men or women who sit there and go through our judicial system or, you know, whatever. And it's just like, you never know what somebody else is going through because nine times out of 10, I didn't talk about it for three years, you know? So I know they're not talking about it. Um, so I try to just, you know, I try to share what I can and then I just say I can't share, you know, if I can't, which sucks, right. but it is what it is. No, I, I understand. Um, so let's let's switch gears for a second, sure. because I know that a lot of a lot of people, they <clears throat> they come for the they come for the comedy and they stay for, you know, how transparent and authentic you are. At what point did you did you realize you had something with the Kamala Harris imitations? Oh, um, I honestly think I, so I've gotten to a place with that, that if it's not funny or if I don't giggle when I watch it back, then I don't post it. Mm. Um, I, it's like over the top. I know people love it and they look forward to it. And I love making people laugh. Um, I laugh at myself. People, people like, Oh, you're making fun of, you know, Kamala Harris. I'm like, I'm not making fun of her. Like I literally fell down the stairs the other day and laughed at myself for 30 minutes. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I find humor in anything. And right. so I, I think I've done that my whole life, but I, I've had a very, very, um, I'm not going to call it rough. I've had a very, I, I call it a business relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of always laughed myself out of situations. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those people I'm, I will make what's right for me. If I want to post a clip about, um, you know, working on my car or riding a motorcycle or taking care of my kids or, um, you know, something I found funny that Kamala said, you know, it's just like, I do whatever I want to and it's my channel and people get mad at me and I'm like, guess what? There's a button that you can hit and it's called block. (laughs) Yeah. Because if I'm not, uh, no, go ahead. No, finish your thought. Go ahead. If I'm not doing things for me at the end of the day, then that's when I think it becomes not not authentic. Does that right. make any sense? Yeah, it does. It makes total sense. So do you get do you get like pushback? Do you get people who are offended by you, you know, kind of poking fun at the vice president? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, it's not. And but that's it's not intentional. Like. Well, I was saying something the other day on live and I, I said it completely wrong. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I just had a Joey Biden moment. Like uh, that's the fun pokes that I love. Right. But at the same time, I think there is some under educational stuff that I, I hope people see. But at the end of the day, I, I'm not here to say, hey, I'm going to force this down your throat. Yeah. I'm here to say, hey, I found this funny. I hope you guys do too. <laughs> like. That's where I go with it. Yeah. So, so and it, if anything, I mean, Kamala Harris is pretty attractive. So I, I take it, you know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> people say that. I'm like, really? You think so? Okay. We'll go with that. No, <laughs> thanks for the compliment. 
Well, you know, she she's she is. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. She's attractive. She's easily picked on. Um, there's a lot of content there. There's a lot to glean from the stuff that she says or tries to say uh, when she talks. And so um, I think, you know, I, I, I mean, I enjoy the content because I think even if I if even if I was a fan of Kamala <laughs> Harris, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. to me, it's like. You get it. You you understand that, you know, hey, she does sound like that. She does. That is how she laughs. You yeah. know, um, so I don't understand how people, you know, people who can get offended. I think that that's their problem. Uh, right. You know, so I don't know, like what. So if you. <laughs> there guess, is one, let me stop you right there. Go ahead. I want people I want people to see through this is I've got on I've got on, you know, I don't have TV in my house, but I saw a clip of Trump one time and I was like, oh, my gosh, I was like, he has overbaked himself. Like I make comments like those are the funny comments. It doesn't matter. Left, right, yellow. Right. You know what I mean? I just love the genuine humor yeah. at the end of the day. So let me just say that because I, <laughs> I said that not too recently, like probably about, about three weeks ago. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm understanding where the orange comes in now, you know, and I voted for him. So it's not even, it's not even in a hateful situation, but I, I'm seeing right. where they get it, you know? <laughs> and and but he is, humor. Donald Trump has this, I mean, we all know it. There's this larger than life persona that if you're a comedian or, I mean, there is a gold mine of content from watching him. I mean, from the <laughs> smallest detail to, you know, the the mega, you know, misstep or gaffe that he says, the things that he says in every single interview, there is something comedic that comes out of it. And and I think Kamala is the same way in yes. terms of whatever she says. I don't, it's not even, it's to the point where it doesn't matter how, the more, I think the more serious that she tries to be, the more... <laughs> the more comedy that can come out of it because she gets that yes. stern face and you could tell she's really concentrating and that's where yes. you can really kind of pick out the stuff there. So what would yes. you do if you, what would you do if you were ever in a situation where you got to meet Kamala Harris? Oh, I'd go right up and shake her hand and be like, listen, I've got some issues we need to talk. about." Yeah. I brought my Venn diagram. I need you to look over here real quick. <laughs> I would just, do the same thing with Joey Biden, though. Like, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm that's in, that's inappropriate. Joe Biden, um, actually, on a technical term, Joseph Robinette Biden. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, I would do the same thing with Trump. There's questions. People are shocked at me about this, and I speak out about it. And I'm like, I voted for him, but I think if we just accept any candidate and just say, oh, they're perfect, I think that's a problem. I think every, no candidate's going to be perfect, and I have questions for all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm very inquisitive and I want to know things and I, you know what I mean? Like, why are you like, for instance, Joan Kamala, like what's going on with the border? And, you yeah. know, I'd like to talk about that a little in depth. Um, or like, you know, with Trump, I'm, I'm very, I ha I don't know if you know this, but I have a son that was, um, that I, I, all my kids are vaccinated except the last two. Okay. Um, they're not fully vaccinated. And so uh, one issue I do have that I would like to discuss with Trump is the vaccine. I don't mm -hmm. talk about that a lot, but, um, it, it's people are like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> these are just, I'm just real about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm allowed to say that. And I think that if we're not sitting there having a full blown conversation about some of the things that we have issues with and how we pick the right candidate for our families, then we're all going to walk down a path of, oh, you know, this is our savior. No, this is not our savior. Like yeah. we're in a very crunch time here in America. So. No, I agree. And um, I, 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 I it's, it's interesting that you said that because we had a conversation at the dinner table, ironically, um, yesterday. And, you know, I have some some relatives that they don't they don't care for for uh, Donald Trump at all. I mean, yep. These are people that, you know, I, I have, I, you know, I've, I've learned it's, it's, it's two, it's two kinds uh, of people who are, you know, Trump. I don't, I don't like to use Trump derangement syndrome that, that often, but right. I, I, there are people who just don't like him and there are people who 
are just overly critical uh, for no reason. <laughs> like I told a friend of mine, I said, you know what? I said, if Donald Trump rescued a baby from a burning house, you would talk about the way he carried the baby out. You would have a problem with that. And right. these are the people that scrutinize every little thing and they miss the forest for the trees because look what he did. He saved a baby. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have carried it out like that. Why did he, you know, why was he holding it this way? And so on and so forth. And those are the people that no matter what he does, they're not going to be satisfied with with it. And I, I, I think what you what you said is you have to you have to be realistic and know that, you know, we're not looking for perfection in our leader, but we're looking for him to at least at the very least strive for it. You know what I mean? If you, if you, right. can, you know, miss it, as long as we know you're working towards it and you, you know, check some of the boxes that get some of the things done that we're looking for, then we can live with the other stuff, you know? So, um, I agree with you totally on that, that we can't just, you know, I don't throw out that label of he's our savior. I mean, right. I only know one, to be honest, I only know one savior yep. and Donald <laughs> Trump is not it. Is not it's not exactly you know so, um, so let let me ask you this because we're in an election year, okay. Mm -hmm. If if Donald Trump does become the nominee and he does win the election, do you do you retire your Kamala Harris impersonations or do you keep them going? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think there will be more. I didn't even say that correctly. I just had a a Joey Biden moment. Um, I <laughs> I think that we can always build back better. Okay, and yeah. I have a, a build back better book that has Kamala's name written all over it. Oh, hilarious! Um, but I I don't think I'm one of those people. It's like I, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. I I don't, I guess I'll just stick to comedy and continue to work, not quit my day job. You know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there would there will be somebody else that will come along that you'll be able to <laughs> kind of poke fun at. Uh and and probably honestly if 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 he does win, I am sure that Kamala Harris will still be on the scene. She'll still be interviewed. I could see one of these news outlets giving her a platform um to where yeah. she's you know kind of in a in a position where she's talking at at length uh mixing up some new word salad somewhere um so but no i i, I understand that and, and i and i totally get it but we'll we'll see like are you are you worried at all like it, are you i mean so many people and i'm asking that because it's an election year and everybody is like all in their feelings because it's an election year people are worried they're you know they're looking at what the news is telling them and like what how are you how are you digesting all of the information that's that's coming at you um where the election is concerned for this year uh i'm very disappointed i'm um but then also with the election and everything going into it i've seen a shift on social media where you have I, i'm gonna get penalized for saying this i'm just gonna say it because it's my true thoughts is you've got the right side and the left side and you've got extremism on both sides right so i i just for me right now, I'm staying low key and I look at social media when I have time. It is not a, a, a priority in my life. Right. Uh, my kids come first. My job comes second. Well, God comes first. My kids come second and then my job comes third. Right. So then we'll talk about social media, you know, or if I have something funny to say. <laughs> but other than that, it's I, I'm trying to stay away from it just because. Um, I do have some thoughts and feelings I will express probably on my, on my channel, um, later, um, probably, I'd probably say around May, um, regarding mm -hmm. like just everything going on, maybe some throwback humor to what's going on right now, but there's a lot of really tense moments right now. Yeah. And so as somebody who does a lot of comedy, I've tried to pull back, um, because I know people are already in a tense situation anyways. Right. Um, so it's kind of, I don't even really like talking about it just because I think everybody, we have a lot of Americans and I'm just going to say this. We have a lot of Americans who are struggling. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people who went through divorces. I've seen a lot of things going on 
recently in the news. Um, a lot of, I, I don't know if I can say this on the show, but unaliving people, I hate using that word, but that's the reality of the situation we're in is you have to code things. And when you're unaliving, when people are unaliving, like I've just seen a lot in the news lately. Um, yeah, you can say it, being, it. This, this show is not PC. You can say it. Okay. Well, I've seen a lot of murders going cool. on lately. I, I am one of those people that I've been keeping an eye on it. Um, I, mm -hmm. I said it since 2020, I think a lot of people will go downhill me and mental health wise. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed a trend lately. We're talking like kids taking out their parents. We're talking about, right. you know, kids being neglected. Like it's, it's, there's like an uptick and it was like, I, people aren't paying attention to it because they're so focused on what's going on with the election and it's I've noticed a really big um, increase, especially and I'm not talking bad about teachers. I love teachers. I don't know how they do what they do. Um, but a lot of teachers have come up with some issues that have been happening at the schools mm -hmm. um, that are affecting our children. And it's I don't blame them. Everybody makes mistakes. Um, a lot of people came out of the covid situation, you know, with drinking all the time and they went into, you know, I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm just saying right. there's been an uptick in situations in our world and i'm so more focused on right now for me personally i'm so more focused on our average daily american um yes. making it through this life and seeing what's going on and what's impacting us in our communities <laughs> that was a kamala harris moment for you um <laughs> impacting our communities <laughs> but it, i i'm genuinely it's like i i feel sometimes like we live in this alternate world of social media but to bring it back down to reality for so many people, I think is huge right now. Yeah. I so agree. I'm not trying to ignore your question about the election. I just, I haven't primarily been focused there. I've been in the, in the, what do you call that? Sitting in the back row yeah. watching. And that's so. fair. That's fair because I mean, it's honestly, is no right or wrong answer, you know, to, to that question, because I know a lot of people who, you know, there are people who are, paying attention to it night and day they got the news on on a loop because they're listening to everything they want to know what's going on and then you have you know your casual you know person that's paying attention just casually and then you have people who are not interested at all until you know the the dnc and rnc conventions you know right. they wait until the, you know the summer leading up to you know going into the fall and that's when they start paying attention you know if there's a debate or something else but and that's, and that's, you know, everybody chooses how they, you know, digest the information that's coming to them and when they choose to digest it. Um, right. It's, it's, you know, for me, I would say that I'm, I'm casually paying attention to it. Uh, but I'll probably, you know, once we get into like April, May, you know, I'll probably start listening to it, you know, a little bit more. Um, I have a guy who's uh who I've I've named him the resident political analyst. He comes on the show to kind of break down, you know, what is happening politically, you know, to give his his take and and you know, it's a it's it's a balanced, you know, mm -hmm. position that he takes. So it's not, you know, to to convolute anything. But right. um no, so I, <clears throat> I, I can res I can respect that because you have to I mean, for right now, it's just it's just news at this point. And so it's it, by it just being news at this point is you could replace news with noise is background noise because you have so many things that are right in front of you, like your kids are right in front of you. You know, your, right. your bills are right in front of you. Your day to day life, you know, schedule is in front of you. And that stuff, that's the stuff that's tangible that you can put your hands on that you say, hey, this is a priority right now and I can't. You know, the whatever's happening with the election is not affecting me today, but, you know, making sure my kids get to school and, you know, their homework is done, you know, making sure that I attend these meetings for work or whatever it is that you do. Yeah. Those are the things that, you know, are priority, you know, right now. So I, I totally I totally respect um, respect that. And um, I th I think a lot of it, and I'm just going to put this out there. A lot of it is just garbage and talk. And I know this sounds yeah. really bad, but like Nikki Haley was like, I used to be a brown girl, and I watched that interview. And I I think I honestly shut my phone off after that, and when she made that comment, and I yeah. was like, I just 
I, I laughed. I chuckled. And then I was like, I'm so glad I didn't waste an hour of my life watching that last night. I just right. went back and watched the highlights because right now what's more important is me paying a electric bill. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I really think Nikki Haley is just delaying the inevitable right now. I think she's she's just, you know, she's just kicking the can down the road because she's you know, she's like the fly at the picnic that won't go away. Um, yeah. And that's that's really just my opinion. Um, I just look at all of these these candidates. Like I've said, as soon as the the candidacy, all these candidates started declaring, you know, they wanted a primary Donald Trump. And I'm just like, everybody knows the election is Donald Trump's. The nomination is his to lose. And everybody else is just, I mean, what are we doing? I mean, and again, that's my opinion. I know some people were team DeSantis. Some people were, you know, our team, mm -hmm. Nikki Haley or, you know, whoever your guy was, you know, I just kind of feel like for me, all of these people, you know, the, the, the dominoes are falling one by one the same way they did in 2016 when everybody was looking at Donald Trump, like, well, who is this guy? Like who is picking off all of these candidates one by one. And um, and so I, I feel like, you know, most Americans are looking at all of this like this will definitely be a Biden Trump rematch. Um, right. So, I mean, to me, and, and that is the thinking for me that I look at it like it's just noise. So I have work that I have to, you know, I have work that I'm focusing on. I have my children that are priority. You know, I have, you know, my wife and I taking care of our kids. That stuff is what's a priority right now. And everything else is like, all right, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get around to it down the road. Right. But it's just not important right now. It's just like you said, we working, we worrying about or not, you know, we're we're concerned about making sure that everyday life stuff is taken care of. You know, is is he gonna play soccer this spring? That right. was a conversation we were having yesterday, you know. So um, you know, my, my children are, are small. I have a, a five-year-old daughter and an eight-year-old son. And so that's, those are the things that concern us. Like we live our lives, you know, to kind of make sure that they're taken care of. And that's, you know, that's all of our jobs as, a, as responsible parents who care. Right. And, and so, um, I, I, I see how it's easy for you to look at it through that lens because, you're an adult and you're taking right. care of responsibilities. And that's, I think a lot of people. Lose well, I'm single. <laughs> so I don't have that extra partner help. <laughs> so well, it's, I understand, but I, I also have a five-year-old and my, I have two boys uh, mm -hmm. th that are still here at home. I have, my oldest is 23, but mm -hmm. I have a five and nine-year-old. So there's, but our, that age group is so busy all yes. the time. Yes. They, like they came home and they're like, it's the hundredth day of school. And I'm like, great. Like panicking <laughs> inside. And then they're like, oh, by the way, don't forget Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh my gosh, calm down. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're just so, so busy. Oh gosh, don't forget soccer practice is gonna flare up. Like, oh my, I can't. Yes. Yeah. All of that. All all of that. Um, and then you have to hear about the like you hear about the election stuff. That's why I'm I'm in the highlight reel right now. I'm unfortunately not watching the full version. I'm just yeah. watching highlights right now, and that's the best I can do for. Right. No, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's, I, it's too much. It's too much to keep up with, and you have to. It's not even a choice on what you can prioritize. You know what I mean? It's like these things are coming, you know, I have to, I have to manage these things. And even to the degree that social media is, it's just not a priority. Right. Um, so, and I think that that's, I think that's again, and I'm not trying to, uh, somebody would say, somebody listening to this, to this interview would probably say like, I keep, you know, giving, I'm not trying to, I grew up, saying I'm not trying to gas you up, but I'm, I think that's why I can respect the way you manage your social media content because you don't make it a priority where so many people that I know have these big followings. It is a priority for them. Like if it went away, they would literally feel like something in life is missing. And mm -hmm. 
you know, I just don't like for you being the type of person that you are, like, I don't, I don't get that impression that if you woke up tomorrow and you were back at a thousand followers, like, I don't think you would be broken, you know, because, you know, life goes on. Why do you think I spend so much time on my subscribers? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I think I have, at one point I had 12 and I was like, that's great. That's what Jesus had. We're good at 12. Yes. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> But you can interact with people and it's so nice. It's, but at the same time, I love everybody and I love to make people laugh. So, but yes, <laughs> I genuinely think about that on a daily basis, not daily, but weekly, whenever I get on social media. So, so your subscriber page, you, do you enter, you actually interact with the people that are on there? Like you engage them because so many subscribers, they don't, they just post and talk and, you can't say anything to them. You just have to listen to what they say. Oh no. If they, I, people, that's where I go first to comment back. Mm, and people, okay. if people comment on that, I'll comment back. Okay. Yeah. My subscribers go first, no, but that's, that's what helps that's support cool. my family because I, I don't do the branding and all that right. stuff. Right. Yeah. So. It's, it's interesting. Um, I know people who, they get subscribers and then they don't do anything for, they don't do anything for the subscribers. And I'm just like, okay, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that I support you enough that I'm willing to make a donation on a monthly basis. And you can at least engage, you know what I mean? With these people who are, you know, spending their money, you know, even though it's not, you know, it's not a, it's not a lot, for me, but at the same time, like, I just know, like, people say, okay, subscribe to my page, and then you subscribe, and then they don't do anything. They don't post any content to the subscription um, part of their page. They just, it's just dead in the water. Like, they're just getting a monthly thing from me. You know what I mean? Oh, so, wow. Yeah, there's a lot of influencers like that. Some people that will say they're too busy or, you know, but I'm like, do is some like you post you do at least three reels a day sometimes right you you know so you can you can engage the people who are paying you know to support you because we like the content that you put out you know what i mean so i would say kudos to you because you recognize that you know people are people are doing this because they support you and you don't you don't take that for granted so most definitely um, I respect that. I respect that a lot. I mean, again, there's that authenticity again in, you know, being a genuine person. And I, it's just not, I guess I'm just kind of surprised. I didn't know to what degree, you know, you were this transparent on, on, on social media in terms of just being like a real person because so many people are just like, I need more followers. Yeah. Are you following me? I need more followers, comment, like share, you know, that whole thing. And to me, one of the, the most annoying things that I see from social media influencers from time to time is they want you to share their content. Share this. If you like what I said, share it. You know, right. it's some, it's exhausting sometimes. It um, is. <laughs> it is. It's exhausting. And I'm sure like, you know, like when you started, like when you when your follower numbers started really going up, like how did that make you feel? Nervous. That's a big responsibility, I guess. I mean, you could you could say it is. But and I think that it adds to, you know, oh, well, I just love you. And oh, my gosh. And you responded to my message or, you know, it, it added a level of added stress. And so because I always try to respond. I'm not very good at it these days as far mm -hmm. as my messages. But um, I I've always tried to respond. And when people say that to me, I'm like, listen, I just got done yelling at my kids. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a perfect mom. Don't categorize me like that. Right. I'm not a perfect influence, like, or I call it a creator. You know, I'm not yeah. going to make all the right jokes. Sometimes I don't even like my own jokes a year later. Like, yeah. no. And, and I think sometimes it's, I, I don't want people to get it confused as, oh my gosh, that's her. And that's, I'm nobody. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm the person that does delivery driving on the side. Like, <laughs> I have no qualms about it. 
I will come and, you know, deliver food or groceries or whatever to your house. Like we're all just trying to make it in life. So I, I think it put, I think it puts so much pressure on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, maybe that's where people get caught up with it. I don't know. Um, you know, trying to, you know, hide things or not, you know, trying to be the typical influencer of not, you know, yeah. engaging in, you know, sharing, divulging who they really are. But for get, me, it's, huh, go ahead. Do, do you get recognized when you're out in about around town? Like, has anybody ever come up to you and say, oh my God, you're Dolly. I follow you on Instagram. Two people. Really? What mm-hmm. what was that like? How did that feel? Um, I, I was very, very shy and scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was at Staples and I was doing something for my divorce case. So it wasn't a good time anyways, but I just, I shy away from stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't even know how to, I think, but you have to remember, I'm going to take you back is I used to be on um, TV when I was in my twenties. So, See, I didn't know that. So no, can talk about that because I, I did not know that. So I, I don't even like, to, listen, we're, uh, you br- <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping it transparent. So listen, okay. <laughs> there during this time, they had these auditions and I went and applied and they, I got the gig and it was like, there was, I want to say there was like eight or 10 of us. Um, and it was called the UPN 41 girls in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we would, um, we would do commercials for people and we always hosted the Saturday night movie. And back then, back in our day, I don't know how old exactly you are, but I'm old. I'm 44. Um, Okay. So you're going to get this. We had a WWE Smackdown on and Mm -hmm. in the raw or, and then we had Simpsons and those were the typical shows on Saturday night. And then we would have a Saturday night movie. Right. And I was the one who would. I would get um, coming up live on, you know, WWE SmackDown and I would tell them what was going on. And then we would introduce our movie and then we would do live events. So we would mm-hmm. go out in, in the public and I would do an IN, I'm sorry, an IHRI event. I'm sorry. I got to get smarter um, out at the racetrack. I'd be out at the drag strips for like two hours, um, not knowing what's really going on, <laughs> but you know, they throw you up there and you have to do stuff. And it's like, so I'm, I think I'm used to that aspect of it, but I, even back then I hardly ever got recognized. So, mm. but I always, I, I tell people this, I always stay to myself. Yeah. Like I don't do a lot of, um, Oh, guess what? They're having this fair this week. And I don't do a lot of that stuff anyways. Yeah. I stay to myself. No, so I, maybe I can, that's why. No, that, and that's, I, I think a, a lot of times I ask, um, especially for people who who are doing the type of content that you that you do where somebody could misconstrue a lot of what you say to, to you know, say, oh, well, you lean a certain way politically and I might not agree with that. Or I might be one of those people that don't like that you make fun of Kamala Harris and like you run into somebody in public that's like. I saw your post and I didn't think it was funny or, you know, or I didn't, you know, those are things like to me, I would feel like you, you kind of have to be on guard for the potential of that to happen. Like I've had um, this guy that has been on my show a couple of times and he's got a pretty big social media following and his stuff is like super controversial in terms of what, what he posts about, not just politically, but like social, social issues, you know, in terms of, where the black community is concerned. Um, mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, you know, have, has anybody the same question? And he was like, yeah, man, I've been in a mall a couple of times and somebody will come up to me and say, Hey, I saw you on Instagram and you know, I didn't like what you said. And I'm like, man, well, you know, how do you deal with that? Because these days, like you said, like so many people you mentioned earlier about the mental state of so many people in this country, like you really have to, kind of be on high alert when you go out because you don't know, you know, for him, you know, fortunately, thankfully that situation, that engagement, it didn't go sideways, but it could have like somebody could have really been in their feelings and been, you know, well, who do you think you are that you can say that, you know, and, and it could have went completely left. Right. Uh, You know, so I don't go, but so tell me like, give me your thoughts on that because, 
you know, people just to that, un, that instability that you mentioned earlier, the mental health issues that we're experiencing, like, like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, <laughs> if I, I'm, I'm not actually, I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it. Go if ahead. I have to put up with people wearing masks outside still in 2024, then <laughs> you can put up with my content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all have a right to be offended. That's right. the part of freedom that I fight for. Right. Like you have every right to not like um, a parody I did, or even if it's about myself, you know, my, you know, my personality, you don't like it. Or, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm one of those people. I think I've never, ever, like if somebody came up to me tomorrow and was like, Hey, I really didn't like that skit you did. And you shouldn't yeah. be making fun of Kamala Harris. I'd be like, that's your opinion. And I value that. Thank you for sharing your opinion with me. By the way, there's an unfollow button. Have a nice day. Like, yes. I'm kind of very to the point about it. Um, It's kind of like, I, I've done that, though, my whole life, I think, in some aspects. So I, I don't, I don't, I, I think, how do I put this? I've actually been confronted with this recently. Is they're like, oh, well, you're really soft on issues when it comes to like the wars and, you know, you, you're going to be with this side or you're going to be with this side. And I'm like, listen, I'm not going to be with any side. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go over here in my corner and I'm going to try to keep the peace. And I would rather be worried about the person that ended up on the side of the road with a flat tire than worried about what flag I'm putting in my bio. Right. Like, you know, it's, and I think that, people have hit that all time low. Like they're so worried. Oh, well, I'm offended and you ticked me off. And I'm like, you know what, why don't you look at, and, and I actually use this as another example with somebody recently. And I'm like, stop looking. How do I put this? I don't, when I see somebody with a Biden Harris mm -hmm. uh, flag, I haven't seen any of this, by the way, this, this election, oh, no. But, <laughs> but in the past, I have friends who have voted for Biden and Harris. It's, we don't even discuss it. Right. Um, we're also, you know, very much um, acquaintances these days. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are after COVID, but yeah. I, I just don't, I see them for their personality or their humor or, you know, how they took care of their grandmother or, you know, how they take care of their kids or, you know. I don't see them for the person that voted for Biden Harris. You know, right. Biden Harris. I don't. Right. Um, if they wanted to have that conversation with me, I would gladly have that conversation. But at the same time, I think we're so worried and too caught up in being at war with one another that right. that is the chaos and the division and the strife that I think we should stray from. And so that's that's why I don't. I just genuinely do not care if somebody walked up to literally if somebody walked up to me tomorrow and said that I'd be like, you know what? That's what I'm fighting for is for your right to say whatever you want to. Yes. You don't have to like my content. I would like for you to be nice to me in person, though. You know, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm a pretty cool person. <laughs> right. No, but, I, yeah. I I totally I, I agree with that, and uh, it's a lot of the same way uh, for me. It's you know I don't understand why people are just so afraid to to talk about it. Everybody's in a, is, is in a hurry to tell you how they feel, but they don't want to discuss it. Um, so here's, here's what I'll get you out. I'll get you out here, uh, on this. And I will tell you exactly the moment that I knew you were a solid person in terms of just like, okay, Dolly is legit. Um, mm. I don't, you probably do not remember this. Okay. Uh, but we had we had an engaged we we engaged on social media last year, and mm -hmm. um, I didn't know who you were. This was on somebody else's post where um, somebody was on somebody posted something. I'm not gonna say who they were, but somebody you were having a back and forth with somebody on another social media um, content creator, and. Mm -hmm. It, you, you you guys were at a point where you weren't getting along. I won't say it was like social media beef, but um, yeah, you weren't getting along. And this, you know, all of the Dahlia supporters, they flooded this person's comment section in support of you. They and, did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is how I we got went back and looked. No, this is this is how this is how we came I'm I'm gonna tell you exactly how we got how I came to know who you were. Um 
I was in the comment section and I was neutral. I was kind of like just reading to see like, dang, like this person, why is she going off on this person? Who is this Dahlia that she's kind of going in on? And I'm looking at the comments and I'm seeing the people who are team Dahlia. They're really coming to your defense, which was cool to see. And one one lady who left a comment in support of you, like she was really making some wild assumptions about the person who was posting about you. And mm-hmm. assumptions that at that point, this person had been a guest on my podcast twice. And so I've had, you know, some some more intimate conversations with this person to kind of peel back some layers to know exactly what kind of person they are. And so I responded to that person and said, hey, you know, you would probably think differently about this person if you were able to have a conversation with them. And so this lady was just like really like team Dahlia. She was getting mad at me. She thought I was, you know, I was really trying to stay neutral. And then some kind of way you saw the comments between me and this person and you responded, Mm -hmm. you responded in a way where you were, you know, you were doing what you were supposed to do. You were taking up for yourself. And I responded in a way that, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to speak on it because I don't, I don't know the nature of what's going on between you and this person. And I'm just staying Uh neutral. And so I kind of, I kind of exited the conversation. Right. You then came to my DMs and you wanted to continue the conversation. And (laughs) I got the first message. I was like, holy smokes, like this, this chick just came in my DMs because she wanted to continue the conversation. But it was like you were telling me your side of the story and you weren't trying to get me to be on your side. You were just explaining what was going on and you probably, but it turned into a, like like we talked in the DMS for a long time that day, like just going back and forth about what, you know, what, what was said, what wasn't said, what was misconstrued, you know, and, and we, we had a very adult conversation. It was very amicable. You know, you weren't, you know, talking me down. You didn't disparage the young lady who had posted about you. You know what I mean? Right. And it was very adult and it was very mature. And I walked away from that conversation like, I respect her a lot because she could have came in here and been like, you know, well, how could you, you know, follow somebody like this? Or how could you associate with somebody on social media like this? And so on and so forth. And you were respectful. And that made me respect you even more. And so I was like, let me see what this chick's content is like. And so I started looking at your content and I was thinking to myself, what is the, what is the problem this person had with her? Like I was trying, (laughs) I really was trying to see like, what, what was the problem with her? Like, I didn't, I don't see any, like, I'm not seeing anything that would make me, you know, kind of look at you like sideways, but honest, obviously it was something that, it was something else that was there. And, and again, you know, I stayed neutral because, you know, that, you know, that um, that she's a friend of the show. Um, right. You know, and so I, I you know, I respect the, the relationship that I have with her. And so um, I thought to myself, wow, you know, let me have a conversation with Dahlia because, you know, she's just a genuine person. And that conversation could have went. So, I mean, your followers, they really they do what they do what people that have content creators that have a following they have a you know their social media tribe of people who always comment they always like and share and you know repost or whatever when they right. find they 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 will come to your rescue or not to your rescue but they'll come and support and defend you because you know they know that you're a great person you're a genuine person and they're not going to listen to anybody talk bad about somebody that they have, you know, we support this person and you don't know her like that and so on. So I respect that. I I do. Right. You know, it's to the point where the same guy that I was telling you that I asked him, how do you feel about people who, you know, if you run into somebody in, in, um, in person and he said that, well, my following is to the point where if somebody is trolling me in the comments, I don't even have to say anything because people in the comments will go after that person, you know, and that's, you know, and so, I just wanted to tell you that I said, I know you because when I was talking to my wife, she was asking me, who was I interviewing? And I was sharing with her um, this story. She was like, wow, you know, that could have went a a completely different way. 
And I said, it could have. I said, that's why I respect her because she was mature enough to say, like, for one, you came into my DMs. Like, I don't know this person, but I want to I want to clarify some things, you know, in the DMs. And that's not that's not normal. So right. shout out to I you. Don't, thank you. I don't ever. Uh, I've seen so much beef happen, so much drama happen. And I try to stay out of it. I think that was the first time I've ever been a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't really intentional. I think I was probably high emotional. And so in that aspect, I should have apologized to her, but I'm one of, I'm also one of those people that I have boundaries now, which is new. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so I just, I, I honestly block them if I feel like it's hindering me in any way, if it's, you know, if there's so much drama on social media that it's taking away from my kids, then I lit, I literally say, okay, that's enough. And I will just block it. Um, it's not, and I think that a lot of the times for me, I look at it, I'm very black and white. Um, but that comes with being a paralegal mm-hmm. is, you know, everything is black and white. This is a law. Either you break, uh, either you broke it or you didn't, you know, right. there's no, there's no gray area. Um, and so I I've had to really deal with myself and try to better myself on that mentality. But, um, I think that. I remember that now. I, I remember, you remember? I, don't, okay. I don't talk to a lot of people. Um, people think I have like this life that I don't have. If people really knew my life, they'd probably feel sad for me. <laughs> I had a full conversation on my drive back from Kansas today like, mm-hmm. with myself. Wow. Um, I just don't, I, I don't, I think that has to go with my personal stuff of, you know, filing for divorce. And now I have kids and I'm a single mom and, being single for three years. And, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things that I live a very lonely life, but I really just don't have time. I don't even have time. Like, honestly, if I had a best friend, I don't even know if I would have time for them right now. I work nonstop and I take care of my kids and I'm the only one here for them. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking, people are like, why are you doing delivery driving? Well, because my kids have these schedules and they're all over the place and I have to be everywhere. And it's just me. Um, and so as a single mom, I think I took that and emotionally I would, I was a little over the top. Um, but I just, yeah, I remember that post. I remember responding to the person. I'm just like, listen, it's, I, but people are always like, oh, well you want to be single. I don't want to be single. I just literally have no time for a thriving, healthy relationship right now. Right. Um, until I get myself back to where I need to be. And I don't think people understand that about me, but yes, I do understand. (laughs) I do remember discussing that with you and um, it actually gave me a lot of peace. I think you prayed for me at the end of it. Didn't you? I did. Yep. Yes. Yes. And I needed that. (laughs) That's exactly what I needed. Cause a lot of the times I think, and I think that's what we're seeing going on right now with social media is no matter what content we're creating, no matter, you know, if you lean left or you lean right, no matter what war or what flag you put in your bio, everybody has these times in their days and their moments, you know, or what's going on in their home life that they just feel overwhelmed and they don't want to, they don't want to see something or they don't want to hear about something or, and then it's just like everybody clashing and everybody fighting. And sometimes if you see me take a break, that's genuinely what I'm getting away from. Right. Um, just because <laughs> I hate to say this, I just want everybody to love each other. Like, can we all sing <laughs> Kumbaya? Like, let's have a chuckle together. Like, <laughs> I think that's just my mentality. And that's how I survive my days. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I totally get it. I get it. Um, and that is... I wanted. I I was kind of debating on whether I was gonna bring that up during this interview, uh, but I felt like you know just the way the conversation went, you know, I felt like it was like okay, so this is why I this is why I found you to be like a genuine person because we had this exchange, and unlike so many exchanges, when somebody. You know, I'm at a point now like and I don't I don't have this huge following, but I know enough if I say something to somebody and they bring the conversation into my DMs, they're usually really pissed off at something I said. And I'm like, OK, this person came on my you know, they came into my DMs, (laughs) 
you know, and I saw the messages come up and I was like, oh, she, is she getting ready to go off? Like what, what's getting ready to happen? Like, I don't, I'm so used to people, you know, talking crazy in the DMS, like what's getting ready to happen. And it went, it was, it was completely the opposite. It was a pleasant exchange. And I was like, real people are out there. Like people are not like in their feelings all the time. So yeah. I really appreciated that. I did. And I was like, you know what? Um, well, thank you. Yeah, it, it was just it was a real moment. So I think that's a that's a great way to 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 close out um, close out this 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 conversation. I, I just I appreciate it. And to anybody that's listening to this on the daily with Dahlia is her social media handle. I highly suggest that you follow her. Um, I highly suggest that you subscribe. Um, <laughs> and and you know what I mean? It's it's good content. She's is you, I mean, you heard what she said. You know, you listen to her. She's a genuine person, she's a real person, and it's not fluff, and you know, she's not putting on like so many people, you know, on these social media spaces, they just they put on for attention, and she's not doing that. So if you want some real content from a real person who's dealing with real issues and, and, and lifing, you know, on a daily basis, you definitely want to connect to her. So is that, so is, is Instagram, is that, is that it? Like, you don't, you don't really do anything else. It's not, you know, YouTube or Twitter or anything else. Is it? Yes, I do. I have Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, Facebook, and I have TikTok. Um, I haven't been on there recently though. So, but yes, I do have all of them. They're all connected. And they all, they're all the same. Are they all on the daily with Dahlia? All of them except Twitter. And it, I, it, that's listed in my IG, in my bio. Okay. Please, everybody. I will post her um, Instagram credentials in the show notes. I, I encourage you to support. Follow this young lady. She's funny. Her Kamala Harris impressions are spot on. Uh, <laughs> and and she's just, she's just a dope chick. So, Well, thank you. And thank you for having me on. Yes. Thank you for coming. Um, and so to everybody that's out there listening, like like I say every week, no matter where you go and no matter what you do, just remember that common sense is uncommon. And I'll catch you on the next show. <laughs>